Hello everyone. Welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Ang impluensya ng mga tao sa paligid natin o yung tinatawag na peer pressure is part of our daily lives. No? Bahagi ito ng ating buhay. Uh, we cannot escape it that we are social beings. No? We are influenced by other people, whether directly or indirectly, depende sa sitwasyon. Pero it's not always wrong, you know. Huwag natin isipin na pag-peer pressure, laging mali yan. Actually, you know, it can be good, you know. Uh, in some situations, you know, uh, yung tinatawag na positive peer pressure is actually good for us, believe it or not, no? Dahil ang tawag sa positive peer pressure ay accountability, no? In other words, being accountable to others for doing what is right and continuing in what is right, ika nga, is a sign of maturity, no? And spiritual maturity at that. So, ang positive peer pressure ay hindi masama, kundi karapat-dapat lamang, no? Sa mga tao na hindi nabubuhay ng mag-isa. Uh, of course, we consider, you know, uh, other people around us and in our lives, especially in the Christian community, sa pamilya natin. Pero mayroong tinatawag na negative peer pressure. And that is wrong, yung negative peer pressure. What, what does that mean? No? Ito yung impluensya ng mga tao sa paligid natin that uh, leads us to doing what is wrong. No? Or to compromise. Or to do something na alam natin hindi naayon sa kalooban ng Panginoon. That's negative peer pressure. And usually, yan yung tinatawag natin peer pressure, no? Pag tayo ay naiimpluensyaan sa masama. Again, you know, there is positive peer pressure, which is called accountability. But there is also negative peer pressure, which is what most people understand about peer pressure. Pero it's of a negative kind. Ito yung nakaka-impluensya sa atin para maging hipokrito, no? Para mamuhay ng contrary sa katotohanan. We must learn how to deal with negative peer pressure kasi ito yung negative na bagay no, sa buhay natin. And unfortunately, dahil minsan gusto natin magbilong, we want to be accepted, uh, sometimes we are influenced in the wrong way. And we're willing to you know, do things na against our conscience or against dun sa pinoprofess nating pinaniniwalaan natin. And this is what we're going to talk about today, yung negative peer pressure and how to handle that. No? So our passage today is uh, Galatians chapter 2, verses 11 to 14. Again, the background po, for those of you who may not know, uh, the Apostle Paul is writing to a group of churches sa isang lugar na gal- ang tawag ay Galatia. And uh, kung saan meron mga false teachers who have come and 
who are disturbing the faith of the Christians there, mostly Gentile Christians, you know, and those who uh, are, parang, uh, you know, confusing them are most likely Jewish Christians who believe na kailangan maging Jew ka in order for you to be saved. And also, they are ikanga questioning the credibility of the Apostle Paul para ma-influensya nila yung mga, mga mananampalataya sa Galatia to stop believing Paul who is actually preaching the true gospel. So, yun yung background nitong Galatians, no? And uh, so, we are continuing our study uh, right now in this book. And uh, basically, we are at that first part of the book kung saan Paul is trying to clarify yung kanyang credibility. And in a, in a little while, he'll be diving in, no? Pinaka, do sa pinaka masasabi natin na argument ng book, no? Uh, about the gospel itself. So, let's read ngayon yung Galatians chapter 2, verse 11 to 14, kung saan he narrates a particular incident, no? Na, na mahirap hanapin sa book of Acts, uh, although we can uh, uh, infer, no? Uh, some, somewhere in Acts 11, you know, uh, verse 25 and onwards, you know, that there was this incident kung saan uh, the Apostle Paul had this encounter with Peter in a public situation na humantong sa hindi maganda o negative na pangyayari. No? So let's read that. No? Verse 11, sabi nito, When Peter came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face because he was clearly in the wrong. Verse 12, before certain men came from James, see James is an apostle, you know, the, the brother of, uh, <coughs> sorry, James is the, the apostle, one of the twelve. He used to eat with the Gentiles, you know, but when they arrived, he began to draw back and separate himself from the Gentiles because he was afraid of those who belonged to the circumcision group. Verse 13, the other Jews joined him in his hypocrisy, so that by their hypocrisy, even Barnabas was led astray. And then finally, in verse 14, when I saw that they were not acting in line with the truth of the gospel, I said to Peter in front of them all, you are a Jew, yet you live like a Gentile and not like a Jew. How is it then that you force Gentiles to follow Jewish customs? Yan. So, yan yung encounter niya with the Apostle Peter. No? Uh, na medyo negative yung tono, but uh, we can learn a lot from uh, what happened in this particular incident. So, let's pray. No? Let's pray and ask God to guide us ating uh, uh, devotions for today. Lord God, um, Salamat, Lord, for people who who influence us for what is good, for what is right. Thank you for our families. Thank you for our community of faith. Thank you sa mga kapatiran who are helping us to live according to the truth. But at the same time, Panginoon, uh, we realize na hindi lahat ng mga kaibigan, hindi lahat ng mga tao sa paligid namin want to influence us for the good. Some of them, Lord, I gusto kaming influensya sa rama. Or some of them would want us to compromise our faith. Help us, Panginoon, to distinguish. 
between positive peer pressure, which is accountability, and negative peer pressure, Panginoon, which is compromise. I pray, Lord God, na by the grace of God, lahat kami ngayon na nandito sa devotional na ito ay maging self-aware kung ano yung nangyayaring impluensya sa buhay namin, sa mga taong pinapahalagahan namin, whether we are being led to godliness or whether we are being tempted to hypocrisy. Tulungan niyo po kami, Panginoon, so that we may guard ourselves and live our lives with integrity according to your will, Panginoon. So, Lord, I pray for everyone na nandito ngayon sa devotions, Lord God. If it is happening sa buhay nila, may they, be, may they become self-aware and uh, by the grace of God, ay may wasa nila yung negative peer pressure. Salamat po, Panginoon. Thank you for your grace in Jesus' name. Amen and Amen. So, pag-usapan po natin to, you know, uh, negative peer pressure. And like I said sa introduction, you know, uh, hindi lahat ng peer pressure ay masama. There's what you call positive peer pressure and we should appreciate that. We should thank the Lord sa mga tao na may influence sa buhay natin for what is good and what is right and pleasing to the Lord. Pero, like I said, most of the time, hindi natin kasi na papansin o naunawaan na may mga tao na tinatawag sa Bible na bad company. You know? In other words, they are the kind of people that will not help us to uh, pursue a spiritual life. But rather, yung magiging influence nila sa atin ay negative. So, that's why this is called negative peer pressure. So, how do we handle negative peer pressure? Wala sa passage na binasa natin, there are two ways no, na kailangan mangunawaan natin. First of all, we need to be aware of the effects of negative peer pressure. Kailangan maintindihan natin na kung ano yung nagiging epekto nito para maging uh, aware tayo na nangyayari yun, no? na It's happening in our lives. So, let's look at verses 12 to 13 muna. Let's skip verse 11. And let's jump to verse 12 to 13. Sabi ni uh, Apostle Paul in telling us what happened, and of course there are a lot of details and natin alam, but these things he tell us, no? Sabi niya, before certain men came from James. Now James is of course one of the pillars in Jerusalem, you know? Uh, si Peter, si James, si John. Uh, sila yung mga ikangahaligi no? sa Jerusalem, mga prominent leaders na nandoon sa Jerusalem. And sabi before certain men came from James. Now we don't know whether sila ba ay official delegation or ikanga they just they are just misrepresenting James. Uh, you know because uh, in the book of Acts we'll see later on lalo na sa Acts 15 that James is you no know, has no problems with Gentiles coming to faith and he actually believes together with others you know Peter and so forth na hindi naman kinakailangan mag, maging hudyo o magpa-circumcise yung mga Gentiles in order for them to be accepted no, as part of God's people. At yun nga yung mensahe ni Apostle Paul. You know, that there is no Jew or Gentile or, you know, free or whatever or slave. In Christ Jesus, lahat sila ay tinatanggap ng Panginoon. 
no regardless of their ethnic background o ano man yung cultural or social nilang uh, kinalakihan they are we are all accepted by God through Jesus Christ through faith in Jesus anyway so before certain men came from James he used to eat with the Gentiles so in other words uh, si Peter na set free na and we can actually read that in Acts 10 you know nung first time na he was being uh, asked by the Lord to go and expose himself sa mga Gentiles. At first, medyo reluctant siya, but eventually, he came to his senses and he realized that God was opening the door for Gentiles. So, you know, by this time, and dito sinasabi sa verse 12, sabi, he used to eat with the Gentiles, meaning, you know, wala na siyang problem doon as a Jew. Pero, but when they arrived, referring to the men coming from James, but when they arrived, he began to draw back, no, and separate himself from the Gentiles because he was afraid of those who belong to the circumcision group. Now, you know, he was afraid. So dahil siya ay nagkaroon ng fear, no, siya ay nagdraw back daw at nag-separate from the Gentiles. Saan siya natatakot? Uh, well, yung fear niya is coming from this group of people na tinatawag ay circumcision group. In other words, ito yung mga tao na para sa kanila, ang kailangan gawin ng mga mananampalataya doon sa Galatia ay magpa-circumcise sila. And of course, siyempre, gawin nila yung mga utos ni Moses to prove na talagang they are the people of God. In other words, mag-convert sila to Judaism. So, si uh, Peter, of course, marami na rin naranasan si Peter na persecution and all of that, lalo na from his fellow Jews. Uh, we don't know exactly what happened or whether yung kanyang pag uh, we withdraw or whatever might be, uh, you know, out of uh, respect or ano man, hindi sinasabi ni Paul. Because Paul himself, of course, believes na when you are, for example, relating to Jews, na you must not uh, parang unnecessarily uh, offend them, di ba? He believes that principle also, na ika nga, when he is with the Jews, he tries to live ika nga, as, as a Jew. Pero in this case, medyo baliktad, you know? Si Peter now was parang ika nga, willing to stop what he was already doing by faith, which is to associate and to have fellowship with Gentiles, Dahil lamang sa nagkaroon siya ng fear. Now, you know, lahat tayo bilang mga social beings, of course, gusto natin yung acceptance ng mga tao na importante sa atin, mga kaibigan, kamag-anak. You know, and uh, there's nothing wrong in and of itself na yung magkaroon tayo ng desire to belong. It's just that when the truth is at stake, pagkatotohanan na yung at stake, we should learn to prioritize yung ating commitment. And uh, minsan kasi nangyayari, the, the sad effect ng negative peer pressure is that bumababa yung kahalagahan ng katotohanan at mas tumataas yung pagpapahalaga natin sa mga tao sa paligid natin. In other words, we compromise the truth. We're willing to set it aside even though we believe in it, no? We profess to believe in it. Sinasabi natin, for example, that we are Christians, we are followers of Christ. 
Pero dahil ayaw natin ma-out of place o ma-OP, lalo na pag nadyan na yung mga barkada o kaibigan o kamag-anak, because of fear, we don't want to stand for what is true. Now, I don't mean to say na, you know, we are going to parang, you know, flaunt yung ating freedom in the Lord. For example, minsan nai-invite ako ng mga kamag-anak sa mga events na... That wherein I have to go to a Catholic uh, parang gathering or misa, no? Uh, for example, pag may kinakasal na kamag-anak, no? Dahil Catholic sila, so I'll be there and invite nila ako. And of course, uh, you know, hindi ako mag-join dun sa, sa pinaka-rituals nila, like, you know, sign of the cross or whatever na tingin ko is contrary to my faith. Pero I'll just be quiet about it. I won't really make such a big fuss. And hindi ako mag-a-attract ng attention sa sarili ko. For example, I would just sit at the back. Yung pagtayo-tayo, wala namang problema. Tayo, luhod, you know, those are the kinds of things na para sa akin non-essential yun. But of course, you know, other things like, you know, mag- mag ano ka, ihipo ka ng santo, whatever. Those things are beyond my, ano. I mean, I'm not willing to compromise on that. You know, that may be a trivial example, but we can go on and uh, talk about those incidents na nandiyan ka sa mga kaibigan mo and nagiinuman and mamayang konti, you're also drinking along with them para lawag masabi na, you know, uh, OP ka, no? Uh, but these are is really compromises and and you are living your your life uh, uh, contrary to the truth that you believe in you know and we can go on and cite many more examples kung saan we are not willing to stand for the truth for example ayo natin magsalita ayo natin uh, aminin sa mga tao that we are uh, born again i know when i was a young christian you know i used to work in an office kung saan yung mga tao na rinig ko, nagkukwentuhan, nagtatawanan, nagbibiruan about Christians, about born-again Christians. And I was just a young born-again Christian at that time. So, nakikisali ako sa kanila and I did not want to be ikang uh, somebody na parang KJ. So, I joked around and I never, to- I never told anybody na I was a Christian also. So, for many years, no- nobody knew that I was a born-again Christian. So right now, you know, in hindsight, I realized ko that I was being influenced in a negative way. So, makailangan be aware, no? Pag tayo ay nagko-compromise na sa gospel at sa katatuhanan nito, you know, that's what you call negative peer pressure. When we're willing to set aside the lordship of Christ and parang na-influensyan tayo to live contrary to the implications of the gospel, then that's something na kailangan tayong maging self-aware. Also, sa verse 13, ano, sabi nito, the other Jews joined him in his hypocrisy so that by their hypocrisy, even Barnabas was led astray. Another effect nitong uh, negative peer pressure is hindi lang naman tayo and especially kung tayo ay kilala bilang leader, We actually influence other people. You know, they begin to follow our example. And you know, in Christianity, malaking bagay yung imitation and example. 
those are important uh, ways of passing on the faith. In other words, kung gusto natin na uh, maging prayerful yung ating mga kaibigan or kasama sa small group, siyempre yung mga leaders must be prayerful. If we value parang living a life of spirituality, siyempre yung leaders ang dapat nangunguna dyan. In other words, kung yung leaders mismo are not walking in the truth, kung yung leaders mismo are not living a life of spirituality, of active contemplation, no? in other words, they are not living their lives according to what it really means to follow Jesus on a day-to-day -day basis. And we cannot really expect others to do the same. In fact, what we would expect would be others will follow their example. Kaya nga, you know, what is very important, you know, in, in any church situation, starting with the pastors and the leaders, that we live our lives, you know, uh, with integrity and truthfulness so that others may follow our example. For instance, you know, in the way we manage our time. Kung ang mga leaders ay masyadong, you know, super busy sa maraming bagay that they are not taking care of their souls, they are influencing other people to do the same. Kaya yung mga tao, hindi tayo magtataka, super busy din at walang time for their souls. Now, kung yung mga pastors and leaders do not value the word of God, then those who are looking up to them would follow their example. At uh, if they do not practice yung spiritual companioning with others, well, ganun din yung mangyayari down the line. Kaya yung mga lay leaders, yung, for example, sa RLCC, yung mga core teams, I always remind our pastors, you know, to uh, reach out to our facilitators, you know, and of course, as facilitators, kailangan i-hold accountable natin ang ating mga pastors so that we will experience yung spiritual companionship which is so crucial sa ating growth. Kasi kung hindi nangyayari yun at that level, then I wouldn't expect na nangyayari yun within the core teams. At kung hindi nangyayari yun within the core teams, I wouldn't expect na nangyayari yun in the small group. And of course, down the line. In other words, you know, we are actually uh, influenced by other people. And the problem with negative peer pressure is that ang nagiging influensya natin sa ibang tao ay negative. So be aware of the effects of negative peer pressure. That is something na kailangan ma-realize natin. We are responsible. Lalo na lalo na kung meron tayong leadership role. We cannot simply assume na or say na parang, uh, you know, buhay ko ito. Uh, walang, wala silang pakialam. Again, that is contrary to positive peer pressure kasi we are supposed to be accountable to each other. So, meron tayong pakialam. And, uh, minsan, dahil ayaw natin uh, maka-offend, you know, we just let other people set the wrong example. So, be aware of the effects of negative peer pressure. That is the first thing na kailangan natin gawin. Pag nakikita natin na you know, kino-compromise na natin yung katotohanan, you know, o kaya, you know, like, uh, binasa natin sa verse 13, you know, the other Jews joined him in his hypocrisy, so that by their hypocrisy, even Barnabas was led astray. In other words, kung tayo po ay nagiging hypocrito na, 
In other words, we're living, you know, opposed to the truth. Hindi lang yung pasya, nagkukunwari lang tayo o nagpapanggap. Usually, ganyan yung ibig kasabihin natin sa hypocrisy sa panahon natin para nagpapanggap. But it's a very strong word in the first century ng panahon ni Paul and ni Peter. Hypocrite at that time was a word that meant uh, parang morally uh, ikang opposed to the truth. No? In other words, hindi lang basta para nagkukunwari ka, you're actually opposing the truth that comes from God. And so, this is a negative thing, no? At uh, dapat tayo maging aware. Pag nagiging hipokrito na tayo, nagko-compromise na tayo, we are basically uh, disregarding the truth of the gospel. Now, maybe there are times ano, na nagagawa natin yung mali simply because we don't understand the truth. And that's, of course, an, you know, something na kailangan ma-solve natin. Pero minsan, alam mo naman yung truth. Pero you're living contrary to that. And so therefore, that is hypocrisy. Be aware of the effects of negative peer pressure. Now secondly, be courageous in confronting negative peer pressure. Kailangan magkaroon po tayo ng boldness and courage. Now of course, siyempre, iba-iba yung sitwasyon. And we must learn how to be wise and discerning how we are going to confront negative peer pressure. Pero looking at the example of Paul, tingnan natin sa verse 11, sabi niya, When Peter came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face because he was clearly in the wrong. Now, we don't know exactly yung details nito, but since it was a public event, may mga taong involved and other people would be influenced. Now, Paul had the ikanga audacity to confront ano, si Peter, who is the first apostle, kung tutuosin. No, When Peter came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face. In other words, Paul was not afraid to confront no, even a church leader like Peter. Uh, again, background ito, the Judaizers or yung mga tao, false teachers doon sa Galicia, are basically, you know, parang really looking up sa mga church leaders sa Jerusalem as if parang sila na yung parang mga Pope, no? But for for Paul, you know, sinasabi niya na God does not look at those outward uh, appearances or anything like that, you know? He does not uh, f- play favorites. So, Paul is living according to his faith and his conviction. So, he can confront niya si Peter. Again, in verse 14, sabing ganito. <coughs> when I saw that they were not acting, now they, of course, means everybody else na, hindi lang si Peter. When I saw that they were not acting in line with the truth of the gospel, and that is what hypocrisy actually means, not acting in line with the truth of the gospel, because the gospel and its implications cannot be separated from each other. Meaning to say, na kahit alam mo yung gospel, if you don't understand its implications, it's tantamount to not really honoring the gospel. Diba? Like for example, some people believe na, they believe in, you know, I mean, they, they would say, I believe in Jesus Christ. But they live their lives contrary to that truth. They do not submit, for example, yung kanilang lifestyle, yung paggamit nila ng pera. No, they just spend whatever they want to spend. They do not honor the Lord. You know, uh, they do not, uh, for example, serve God in ministry. 
They do not uh, connect themselves with the community of faith and they engage in immorality. Uh, you know, yung relationships na nila are not honoring to God. You know, they uh, get involved in uh, all kinds of, uh, you know, uh, sexually immoral activities or maybe, uh, you know, addictions and so forth and so on. So, in other words, you cannot really say that you, know, you believe in the gospel tapos you live contrary to its implications. So, yun yung ibig sabihin, not acting in line. You know? In other words, you're not aligning yourself with the implication of the gospel. And that's what hypocrisy means. So, sabi niya, when I saw that they were not acting in line with the truth of the gospel, I said to Peter, in front of them all, now remember, it's a public incident, so Paul was willing to confront Peter publicly, sabi niya, you are a Jew, yet you live like a Gentile and not like a Jew. Now, there's nothing wrong with that per se, doon sa bagay na yun. Because, sinetal na nga yun eh. Si Peter nga na-realize na niya na he doesn't have to insist in his uh, parang Jewish, uh, you know, kasi mga Jew, parang malalaman mong Jew sila because of the Sabbath day uh, celebration as well as yung food, ano nila, uh, food laws. Pero for Peter, na break, na set free na siya doon through a vision and an experience niya with Ananias. Uh, so even Paul himself, pagkasama niya yung mga Gentiles, he does not insist on being a Jew. So wala doon yung problem. You are a Jew, yet you live like a Gentile and not like a Jew. Yung second part ng sentence niya, how is it then that you force Gentiles to follow Jewish customs? And that's where the problem is. He was forcing Gentiles. How was he forcing the Gentiles, by his example, by his choice of withdrawing no, and separating from them, he was making the Gentiles feel na sila ay hindi accepted, na kailangan sila maging Jew in order for them to be accepted as part of God's people. So merong negative peer pressure. You're forcing the Gentiles to follow Jewish customs. Again, this is contrary or not in line with the truth of the gospel because the, the gospel is the good news na through faith in Jesus, everybody, mapa-Jew ka, mapa-Gentile ka, or what, whatever, can really be accepted by God and experience complete salvation in the kingdom of God together with others simply because you trusted in Jesus Christ. That is the good news. So, by acting yung ganon, the way Peter acted together with the others, lahat sila, sama-sama na. They withdrew, you know, and separated themselves from their Gentile brothers and sisters. They were actually forcing those people to convert to Judaism, which is against the gospel. And that's why, ito yung point. We have to be courageous whenever we see na nako-compromise at nababaliwala yung truth of the gospel. Now, application, you know, like, for example, when we have a brother or a sister sa small group natin, who because of uh, peer pressure, negative peer pressure, are living a life na contrary to the gospel, let's say, they're living an immoral life, or they're living na, ano sila, parang, you know, through yung mga entertainment nila, nagiging worldly na, you know, yung values nila, nagiging uh, misaligned to the truth. That means we as, you know, as a brother or sister should 
come alongside. Again, depending sa mga situation ito. In this case, kasi kay Paul and Peter public ito. So, we don't have to do this publicly. In fact, what the Bible teaches in Matthew 18 is that we should do it privately first. So, kung meron, pero, kung meron tayong kapatiran na, uh, you know, nagiging hypocrite uh, at kinocompromise niya yung truth, we should not parang, alam mo yun, hindi natin dapat binabaliwala yun. We should be courageous enough to, uh, to approach that person and speak the truth in love and say, kapatid, you know, this is not the way to live. Sometimes kasi matindi yung peer pressure, negative peer pressure, to the point na, you know, yung mga kaibigan natin, nagko-compromise na sila in their lifestyle, pero ayaw natin magsalita because, well, baka magalit sila sa atin. Eh. Baka magtampo sila sa atin. Baka i-reject tayo. And so, that kind of mindset is the reason why minsan, palala ng palala yung situation and we are not addressing it. Hanggang sa totally mag-backslide na yung tao. So, we should be courageous. no? So, the two ways to handle peer pressure is, number one, be aware. Pag nagko-compromise na o pag nagkakaroon na ng, ano, ng hypocrisy. And then, pangalawa, be courageous. Okay? Magkaroon tayo ng courage in the Lord. Um, sabi sa, you know, sa Proverbs na open rebuke is better than hidden love. We have to speak the truth sa isa't isa. Kasi that's the only way we can actually guard each other. And that's positive peer pressure. Pag ini-influensya natin sarili, ang bawat isa sa atin, and say, alam mo kapatid, your lifestyle is contrary to the gospel. Itigil na natin yung ginagawa natin. That's positive peer pressure. And we should do that. Pero yung negative peer pressure, yung baliktad, that's something na kailangan natin iwasan. And here's the truth na gusto kong i-share sa inyo today. Negative peer pressure can often lead to hypocrisy. So, kailangan magbantay tayo sa sarili natin at i-confront natin yan. Negative peer pressure can often lead to hypocrisy. And we are not called by God to hypocrisy. So, to believe in the gospel is to align our lives also in the gospel. We're not perfect, that is true. And maybe there are times na hindi natin na-understand clearly kung ano implication ng gospel, lalo na sa mga kabataan, when it comes to their relationships, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, minsan nagiging blurred yung gospel doon. O kaya sa mga young pro, pagdating sa paggamit nila ng pera o yung time nila, sometimes the gospel does not come into the picture. You know, may mga Christians who are young professionals na parang they, they live their lives na as if the gospel doesn't really matter. At ganoon din naman sa mga adults, mga parents. Minsan the gospel does not come into the picture lalo na pag involving yung mga anak o kaya pag may mga bagay na na, you know, bahagi ng mga lifestyle natin. We, sometimes we do not uh, confront no yung ganong mga bagay. So negative peer pressure can often lead to hypocrisy. So, mingi tayo ng tulong sa Panginoon to be aware and to be courageous to confront that. Let us pray. Father, maraming salamat po, Panginoon, uh, for your grace for us today. Once again, Lord, tulungan niyo po kami to be uh, aware kapag nang may nangyayaring negative peer pressure. And... Uh, also, to be courageous, to confront it, which is positive peer pressure, Panginoon. Help us, Lord God, na to live in the truth, 
to align our lives according to the gospel. And Lord, kung meron kami mga misunderstanding o parang malabo sa amin, please help us to clarify that in our minds and hearts. Salamat po, Panginoon, sa grace of God mo sa amin because you want us to experience true salvation sa buhay namin. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again.